They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. social media and anything you want to share so that people can find you and i'll post the links on the description okay um so i've just been building a small company and i'm it's like for stash box stuff it's like goodies you can put your you know it has it comes with a pipe it has a, this a, is a christian tray. podcast bro we huh? don't promote that okay this I is a christian podcast <laughs> oh okay I was, I was like what <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> we don't like... we don't we don't promote the use of drugs on this podcast okay so but I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding bro go ahead Either way, it's just yeah, it's a little stash box as like a rolling tray, pipe, and some a silicone pipe, and like a fifty-two teeth grinder, and it's you can get it. At, you can look up either Infinite Depths on Instagram or you can look at the website or find it on Amazon. But yeah, it looks really dope, man. I like the way it looks. I like that feel. Yeah, dude, I definitely want to add more, but right now it's we're still small, but I'm building it out, so it'll just take time. But yeah, yeah, right on, and I'll post the the description on that, and then. Uh, do you have Instagram or Twitter or anything? Uh, yeah, you can look up uh, Solbolt, S-O-L-B-O-L-T. Or you, if you want to do my music, I have a music page. You can look up Stokes Official Music. And yeah. Yeah, I know you make some trance and, and like techno and electronic music, right? Yeah, dude, I can make like, I make like trap, hip hop, anything really. I've been doing it for a while now, but a lot of EDM, stuff like that. You know. Nice. So the, there's a few different types of methods when it comes to growing any strand of, of, of psilocybin or whatever strand it is that you want to grow. The mm -hmm. main so so the reason the the way I did it was yes, it's bullshit that you have to keep it sterile because literally this grows in the ground off of like cow shit, right? Okay. Out I in guess. the middle of nowhere. Well that makes and, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do is what I did certain types of strains you can only grow outdoors certain types of strains you can grow indoors and there's different types of techniques i forgot the name of the technique that i use but i, I believe it was called the 
Tech something or other. But Gordo Tech or something? Something Maybe. like that, dude. Yeah, anyway. I didn't really know until I joined the 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 mushroom subreddit. And what I did was I got these sealed bags of rye seeds mm-hmm. because certain strains grow off of certain things. So the one, the psilocybin B strain, which is what I was growing, it'll grow off of the rye bean. And it's a sealed bag, just completely sealed, just full of these beans. You open it up and you get a, a, a syringe. You put the syringe inside the bag and you inoculate the bag. So when you you put it in there, you just spray it all over. Like inoculate, like what is that? So what like you pretty mean? much, you're introducing the strength, the these the spores into the rye beans, right? Where it's gonna go ahead and and pretty much grow. So when you put it in there, you wait a few days, and this month, th- this process, mind you, takes about anywhere from one month to three months. Yeah, it's so, pretty dedicated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, it depends on what strain you do. So. Once you do that, you 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 set it somewhere dark. You don't fuck with it, and you're just gonna watch the the psilocybin, the 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 mycelium mm-hmm. just take over the bag, and, and it's gonna look like mold. It's gonna look like just taking over. When it gets to about seventy five percent of the bag, you break it up, and you let it recolonize again. And what a mushroom is, it's when two different spores communicate with each other is the mycelium. So plants actually use mycelium to communicate with each other. So interesting. what it is, it's two different spores communicating with each other. They meet and then all the mycelium together come up out. And that's what forms the mushroom. So you're literally the mushroom is all the mycelium collected together and just compacted together. And then you just pick that out. You set it out to dry. You dehydrate it. And then you're good to go. So like a, it's kind of like a neurotransmitter <laughs> in a way it's no 100 percent, dude in a, in a <laughs> one by one inch square of dirt you have i think i believe it's like eight miles worth of of mycelium like it's a crazy or like a one foot by one foot some crazy paul stamets talks about it a lot dude i love paul stamets oh my yeah goodness. so <laughs> the reason i did it was because obviously i talk about psychedelics and stuff like that i don't feel that you could really talk about something unless you really know about it like i've talked about dmt just from from my research and i've talked about mushrooms from my own experience and i've only done mushrooms one time Mm -hmm. and when i my yield which is what they call the the fruit Mm -hmm. i got over probably like i think it was like 50 something grams after i was done because what i did was what I met I I messed up. I didn't mess up, but when after you got it in that bag, you transfer it over to another mixture of its manure and soil into another bag, and then you're gonna have the fruit happen in that bag. It's a bigger bag. Midway through the process, I ended up taking it out of the bag and making a tub where you drill holes in it, and then you have the the white stuff i forgot what it's called for the humidity it's got a name uh it's not coming to my to my it's, right like, um, it's like for you so like uh, what you i don't know what you call it a humidifier i don't know like no no it's let me i have to look it up but it, it's 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 a white thing that it just controls humidity and then you put you set it in there and you have to fan it and water it spray it three times a day but that method 
you either can do a whole tub aware full of it, which that's when people get more contaminations because because it's it's not a more once you open every time you open it, you're introducing it either your AC in your house or something like that can can just blow something in there and then it just it just you're fucked. That's it. Yeah, right. Yeah. You, you have to start over once it gets contaminated. That that's that's it. Well, I think that's what I was talking about when I was saying about like being kind of sterile because then I guess maybe it could go in that direction and go south real quick. But yeah i mean for me so b strain is one of the more forgiving strains it's mm. one of the it's a pretty strong strain the thing with that is that you have to keep in mind when you do the fruits and you're picking the different fruits you have to keep in mind like hey this was my first fruit it's probably more concentrated than my second and then so on and so forth my third might be more concentrated than my fourth or it might be backwards. Your very last few fruits might be more concentrated than your first. So you're kind of playing with with fire a little bit. So if you're going to take them after you're done, once once they're done fruiting and you're doing all with, with all that, just keep in mind where you put, like, which fruit, right? So mix it right. up. So do one from your first fruit and then one from your last, and like, in the middle and stuff like that. So because... I took two point. I think I took two point eight grams. And you, I, you said it one. It was the one time you took mushrooms, right? Yeah, one time. One time. One time was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can. I can relate to that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, ha, I had an, e I had an ego death. I'm pretty sure I, I had an ego death. I felt like I was dying. I was by myself, and it. It was like more of a, the experience to me was more, it was a little bit more religious for me because I had grown the mushroom for so long. So it was like literally like this child of mine that I bonded with and I, and I took care of and I, I picked them and I watched them grow. So it was a little bit like religious for me in a way. Yeah. But I did it in a time right before COVID and all this bullshit popped off. So when I first took it, I immediately felt like I was going to die or I was going to have some sort of mental breakdown. And when I ha was having that, that moment, the only thing I can think of was if I go to the hospital, I'm going to get COVID. <laughs> so I was like, if I, if, if, if I freak the fuck out right now and I go to the hospital, I'm going to have to, I'm so going to get COVID. So did you get any like, like if so um, did you get like visual visuals or was it mostly like mental chatter like how did it go for you so for me and i've talked about on the show before but not really too much in depth i it started i was what happened was i i i, I messed up i call it when you when you trip with psilocybin or any sort of different psychedelic you're tripping interdimensionally and you're in another dimension and when i first started I was playing World of Warcraft with some friends of mine, mm -hmm. and we were just going at it, just running some dungeons, just having fun. And I just felt great, felt like a heavy indica, right? Just, just super relaxed. I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying from my heart. I was laughing. I was just having a good time. And then that's when the once that when I was coming up, when that stopped, then the wall started to breathe. <laughs> and when the wall started to breathe that's when it went downhill from there it, it it just it took like a turn for the worse so i turned off world of warcraft because it was just so visually it was just too visually overwhelming so i turned that off and as soon as i switched my computer off 
Mm-hmm. It felt like somebody had switched like this 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 light and it was like the worst anxiety that you could ever have like literally i, I thought i was dying I, I, I was like i'm gonna die i'm dying tonight like that's how it felt i was like holy it's, shit it's funny because it's uh, when i my, i've only really done mushrooms twice and but the first time it wasn't successful but the the second time i would call successful but i was like also on my computer at the time and i just remember being like thinking this feels so foreign. I don't want to be on my computer anymore. I pick up my phone. Like, I don't want to touch my phone either. It feels too, like, I don't know, mechanical. I didn't know what it was. And so well, I ended up walking the, the away. Th- the thing is, bro, that that, th- that there's people, I've talked to people about how the internet is like a portal to, like, another dimension. And essentially, that's what it is, really. It's like a modern-day portal, and just takes you wherever the fuck you want to go, right? If you if you really want to get into the dark stuff and go into the dark web, which exists, you can you can do that. You can watch people get their fucking heads blown off if you want to do that. If you're into that type of shit, you can watch funny videos. You can do whatever you want at just the click of a button. You can buy whatever you want at the click of a button. So essentially, it's like it's like these stargates, right? It's the modern day stargates. Why I call CERN the the modern day Tower of Babel because they're trying to go into other places that that we really shouldn't be right Mm -hmm. and when you take these substances what blows my mind is that you're literally in another dimension because you don't see those things normally you you wouldn't and when when i when i i knew i fucked up when i looked down at my keyboard dude and Uh my keyboard was it was endless like my keyboard was was just endless it was just a bunch of like weird alien letters I had a bunch of, of it was just endless, dude. My key, and I was like, whoa, like I, I, I was on, I was on Facebook <laughs> Messenger with my you friend. Like got like, the hieroglyphs going on over there. Yeah, dude. As soon as I looked down, I was like, holy shit. And then I looked at my hands. I had like six fingers and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, man, I'm tripping my ass off. So I turned off the computer and I started trying to watch um this documentary about Mars. Mm-hmm. And that was just fucking me up even more because... It was like showing like the landscape of Mars and it was just going on and on and I could see the waves and shit. And I was like, oh, I got to turn that off. So then I uh, I started watching. I tried watching various things. I turned on Joe Rogan with Brian Callen and Brian Callen's face was the face of like this demon donkey, bro. That's the only way Jesus. I could explain it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Rogan had like black eyes he looked like demonic. And then when it would go to Callan, he mm-hmm. had like the face of a donkey, like real demonic looking, like almost like a Baphomet type of shit. Huh. Like just fucking crazy looking. I turned that off and I was like, man, fuck, dude. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I'm in my room. I was like, I'm going to lay down for a little bit. I just can't do this. And I'm on the, I'm on Messenger with my friends. Yeah. And then they're saying things to me. And like before, I'm like answering in like the third person to them, mm-hmm. and I'm like saying things to them like back, like they don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I was like confused, and and I eventually got off the 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 because my my earphones felt like they were melted into my head. Like my earphones felt like they were part of my head. I couldn't feel where my earphones were. I was just like in my fucking skull, and I was like, oh right. shit. I was like, guys, I gotta take this shit off. So I got off. And the only thing that I could bear, bro, for I took him at 11 and from 11 to 11 a.m. 
I tripped for 12 hours straight. Jeez. I could only bear watching Our Planet on Netflix. The documentary about different parts of the world. So Africa, Antarctica, like all these different things about animals and stuff. But as I was watching that, I just saw like how much of a cancer humans are to the world. You know what I mean? I, I can see that. Yeah. Like the one that really fucked me up was watching the the elephant. The the I think it was the uh, these walruses, the elephant seals. I think they're called elephant seals. The ice it keeps receding further and further up the mountain, and it's a two ton animal, and it's climbing further and further up the mountain to get to the cold, and it gets to a point where there's so many, they start falling off the side of this cliff. Jeez, however many feet up in the air, and they just fall to their death, and they're literally showing the seal just falling to its death. And here I am crying, watching this seal fall to its death because of global warming, if you want to believe in global warming or not. Mm -hmm. something that we've caused. And there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of these fucking seals. And I'm like, holy shit, why is there so many of them? And why are they jumping off the cliff and killing themselves? And then it just made me think about humans are the same way, dude. Humans, just like buffalo, when when they get into this panic... And they just jump off cliffs to their death. They don't know what's going on. They're just following the other buffalo in front of it. When it's too late, they just jump off the cliff. Boom. That's how the Indians almost drove them to extinction. Because they would get all these these big herds of stampeding buffalo or bison, whatever it is, would just jump off cliffs to And that's the thing that I think... See, that's why I was really into Terrence. I'm sure you are too. Terrence kind of for everyone in the psychedelic community. But... That was the thing that he brought up a lot that I thought was super interesting was this like, was it like the archaic um, renaissance to kind of like bring back that connection to nature? Because I think, I mean, obviously, um, we've kind of pushed ourselves away from nature and tries to like act as though we aren't a part of nature. Like we are ingrained and connected to this, this universe. We're made out of the like star stuff. You know, we're made out of that. You know, out like atoms and protons and particles, quarks, all that things. So it's like when when I like when I took a when I took my when I took the MT, dude. That shit was like like I already kind of meditate on those things, but like I think about those things, and then it really just like blew apart. Like when I when I took the MT for the first time, that shit like it broke me down. Like my immediately my walls, like bro, they fucking like they turned into these like cube things and then like flew away and it was like all blackness all around me. <laughs> what type of DMT did you do? I'm, I took, what is it? Mimosa hostilis was the one I did the extraction with. Yeah. So I, I believe that would give you the, the typical one that they would, that yeah. most people would take. I don't think it's a five MEO. I think it's just no, the five MEO is toad. Yeah. That's the toad. Yeah. And then, but I like, but yeah, when I took that shit, it, I looked down and then I saw my legs because I was in my bed laying down and my legs stretched out into infinity. My hands, I had like, it was like I was in like six or seven different versions of my own self. And it was like I couldn't attach to which uh, Josh I was. <laughs> and then it like it blew apart even further. And it was like 
because uh, because like when it first hit me, it like it came on and it did the and it did that shit. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about that. Right, and it did that, but it what it felt like was it was like it was like the I don't know if it was either the molecules or the protons or every every little particle my body was made out of was like vibrating. I could feel it, and it was just like it's fucking crazy, dude. How many insane. hits did you take? Did you take I only three? I only took. I didn't get that far. That's the thing. I'll, I mean, there was another time I kept hitting it, but I didn't blast through. I felt like I was just like chilling on it. Like, I don't know what, what it was, but it was like, but I did take a really decent hit that first time. And I had enough of that. And that kind of scared me because I was like, holy shit, that shit is so potent. I was only, no, I was only trying to see if my extraction was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I took a fucking small hit, dude, just to see, okay, does it do anything? And then I was like, whoa, just off of that? No, dude, I need to, no, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the, that was, that was me too. When I first took the mushrooms and I wasn't, I didn't know if it was working. I'm like, man, I don't feel anything guys. And then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And, and once I was in that dimension, there was no going back. They were like, Hey, you're here, bro. You're here and you're here to stay. And then I, I you know, it, it sounds cliche, dude, but from doing it that one time, it, kind of changed my life my my way of thinking because i was oh, just yeah. having this internal battle within myself like just thinking about different things and aspects in my life and that's the only bad thing about mushrooms it'll really it's hard on you like when you do sensory deprivation tanks it it it's that same thing just it's just you and your thoughts that's it there's nobody else mm -hmm. i've never done a sensory deprivation i think i believe you were talking like you do it do you do it or uh, do you, well, who was it that was saying? Was it you? I think it was. Yeah, you. I, I've done it and I do it. I haven't done it since Corona, obviously, because of the bullshit. Oh, but, okay. but uh, yeah, I've, I was, I've done it. I wasn't sure if you like went someplace or you owned one or how that worked. No, no, I did uh, the first episode on on my podcast. I did it with one of the guys that runs Total Zen Float here in 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 Florida. Those things they really work, like because I've I've never done it, but I was curious to try it. But like, does it? It's like, what's it like? It's, it's all about it, pretty much intent. So it's another form of meditation, really. What it comes down to, and then obviously there's the people who who do psychedelics before going in there. I personally wouldn't do that unless you're you're like a veteran doing psychedelics and. And really being able to let go because once you're in there, there is no other sensory. There's literally sensory deprivation. So there's no other sensory inputs coming in while you're in there. It's just you. You just feel like you're just this ball of consciousness just laying down in that pool of of water. And then you just lose yourself because you it gets to the point where the your body and the water they get to the same temperature so you just don't feel where the body where your body begins and where the water is so it's you're li literally just there naked just laying down and you're floating your body's just decompressing so sometimes you might feel your spine pop or like one of your joints pop or something like that because there's nothing bringing you down it's literally just you in there and you can make whatever it is that you want out of that right i've i've talked about how you can manifest things in there because i feel that just like when somebody goes blind their hearing gets better or when somebody goes deaf their sight gets better when you lose a uh, right. one of your senses the other ones they, they get more powerful and when you lose all senses i feel like your magnification of your consciousness just can just explodes right and if you're in there long enough you'll be able to manifest whatever the fuck it is 
if you, if you take mushrooms and you go on there and you want to be bigfoot you fucking become bigfoot and you just <laughs> i see I, I that sounds so crazy to begin with and then to take a psychedelic and go do it <laughs> god i just i couldn't imagine it's so crazy that's why i say i wouldn't recommend it unless you're like a veteran the the, the most i've done is just taken like a heavy hit of like a you know skywalker which is my favorite mm-hmm. and you go on there and you just you're literally floating, right? You know that sensation when you're laying in bed and you feel like you're doing like flips like that when you're just mm. super fucking stoned. Mm-hmm. Just imagine that in a sensory deprivation tank doing that. <laughs> and then you're just you feel like you're just spinning around and you just fucking blast off into space. It's 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 a crazy feeling, man. I I would do it. The first few times you're probably not gonna not really gonna feel anything mm-hmm. because you're just not used to that that being able to let go, but you're third fourth fifth time you'll be able to let go as soon as you get in there you you can fall asleep in there right you can just think if you want to think i have the issue where i've always i haven't been able to like let go of of like my thoughts i'm always thinking about something like that's always that email that i that i you know what i mean like this bill that bill whatever it is a hard thing and that's another thing i've noticed too when like after okay like before i'd have these weird little things right as i'm falling asleep but then i'd get i like sometimes i get closed-eyed visuals even though i haven't done anything in a very long time (laughs) but like i'll have this like because i'll try to meditate on an idea when i'm going to sleep sometimes or laying there and then i'll have these like i'll have that thing happen sometimes randomly out of nowhere and if i'm like scared it scares me sometimes because i'm like should i go into that and then like my body i want to go into it when i afterwards but then when it happens i kind of end up fighting it <laughs> and then it's like oh damn that that seemed like something was coming there it was interesting but well there's also astral projection too which what you're talking about sounds like astral projection where you can like lucid dreaming right a lot of people that, describe it as that as 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 like this vibration and you just have to keep with it and if you think if you think too much on it it goes away See, I was super skeptical of all that stuff for a long time, but yeah, I I could see that because it always it does feel like an out of body kind of experience, like you're kind of leaving. It's interesting. Very. Yeah, I've, I've had sleep paralysis quite a few times throughout my life, more than I more than I think people get it. Mm-hmm. I haven't experienced the the shadow people. How some people talk about it. Oh God. <laughs> but I've experienced the the sense of dread when it comes to the sleep paralysis aspect of it i haven't had it in the past few months but i've before that i was having it at least once or twice a month where i would wake up and i'd still my body would still be asleep and i've got i've done it it's happened to me so many times i'm able to knock myself out of it quickly dude when i I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) yeah when i first when it first was starting to like happen to me i couldn't get out fast enough and i mean that has to do with a lot of things that could be paranormal that could be whatever the fuck i mean it's 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 a lot of things and yeah it's just another sense of of it's like another altered state right i mean it's yeah i could agree i had the i've had it to where it'll it'll feel like somebody's like standing next to my bed i've had that before that shit's really fucking crazy and sometimes I'll, i'll end up like waking myself up and like saying okay you know like like if there's any bad things around me 
go away. Like we don't, I don't yeah. want you here, you know, because <laughs> I am, I'm very, I'm kind of skeptical of things, but at the same time, and that's, that's kind of like what the whole, like I mentioned in our emails was like Chapel Perilous, where it's kind of like you're stuck between whether, whether is it spiritual or is there a logical explanation within a material reality? So it's like, sometimes you get signs and you're like, was it a coincidence or was it, was that God or was that the universe or, you know what I mean? Well, what's that one, uh, the Occam's razor, right? Mm -hmm. When when it's just probably just whatever. I mean, I I feel one hundred percent, and I'm not. I know people who who have have are into the occult, and by occult, I, I don't mean like occult only means hidden. I mean mm -hmm. like the the, I know. the the ritual aspects of talking to spirits and shit like that i don't mess with that because although i don't believe in a certain religion as far as as the labels that are here like christianity hinduism whatever and i respect what people believe in but there is we can't ignore the fact that there is this other realm this other dimension even plato the reason plato is one of my favorite people ever is because he came up with that idea he came neoplatonism was what sprouted what the gnostics were all about this source but not only was he behind neoplatonism and, and platonism itself but he also was he's the one that came up with forms and how pretty much thoughts have people people don't have thoughts and he it, it hinted at another dimension where in that dimension the perfect form of something exists in that mm -hmm. dimension and these guys from the year 300 mm -hmm. We're to be able to, to to fucking think about that oh they're so ahead of their time it blows my mind and we even come back and reference them even till this day because it was so insightful yeah for sure you know what i mean like these guys were on to some shit they they were he 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 hinted at the plato's plato's cave <laughs> plato's yeah the, the the exactly what i was gonna say the the, the allegory of the cave mm -hmm. that's what all these fucking movies are about the matrix the 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 what's another movie westworld which is one of my favorite shows now westworld was fucking all about this shit it's it's black these guys black mirror <laughs> all these things that they're talking about are like that's coming in into reality <laughs> and i was talking to a friend of mine today i did a podcast with him and we were talking about how they make these movies that make you feel a certain way and they make you feel a certain way because i it they're hitting a string that that pretty much again in the plato's the republic he talked about this shit he talked about eliminating certain musical instruments and certain musical notes and certain musical frequencies because they spoke to the soul whatever mm. the fuck the soul is if it is something if it's not whatever it may be he talked about that he talked see, about eugenics too you know what i mean yeah i didn't see i didn't realize he talked about eugenics but he did I mean, in, I, in the republic i guess it makes sense because it's something that will come up when you're talking about things like evolution and the human experience and traits and things like that. I guess it makes sense that it would, that someone would yeah, eventually come to those ideas too. But 
the whole audio thing like have you seen like the what is that plate where they sh they hit a vibration and then it makes shapes on this out of the sand or the salt yeah, they put cymatics. on yeah cymatics that stuff always interested me because i i, I do know audio so like it, you have like uh in a wave it's like how you can have certain ones cancel each other out uh, i forget the term for it but you have you have the crest and then i guess the bottom of a wave and then when mm -hmm. you if you take an exact sine wave which is one pitch say like 440 hertz or whatever and then you take another and you put 44 hertz 440 hertz and then if you slide them to be out of phase or in phase or out of phase i think it's called and then they'll it'll literally cancel out the wave because it's the exact same amount of pressure on each other yeah but i imagine that and then like you that's how you can get the binaural beats because you're you can like slide one a little bit out of oh. sync than the other and that's where they end up like boom 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 and that's where that's where that that's how that works but your brain puts that together whenever you put like the sine wave in one ear and then the other and then the oh brain. is that what they do with that because i listen to those at night yeah dude it's, that's how they make them it's uh i can make them i've, I've made it before experimented with it and shit's fun but the it's like uh yeah it's just you take a pitch and then you take and then you change one just slightly and that's where the waving comes oh, from shit yeah dude and uh but i love that idea because it, it, you can expand it because it's like well when you get down into like what everything is made out of that's like essentially what's happening on like on a like more than you could comprehend i think right because what is it that they say in like physics and stuff is that like what everything's vibrating right <laughs> yeah like everything is, is is we're more empty space than we are actual space because if you add up all the empty space between our atoms it equals more than the actual atoms in our body so essentially we're nothing essentially we're just empty space and when you're looking at somebody and that's real deep to think about, right? It's like you are nothing. Holy shit, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, okay, dude, like you, you're going off this, the deep end, but that's essentially what it is. When And when you look at somebody, when you look at something, you're not ever seeing it for what it is. You're seeing it for what it was. Because by the time you look at it, the photons reflect back that light. It goes back into your eye, into your retina, gets processed by the back of the brain. The smallest amount of time has already passed. So essentially, you're never seeing me for what I am. At the same exact moment, you're seeing me for what I was. Because I, I love that shit, man. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like you, when you start to think about things like that, and one of the things that that I think about, what you're talking about, everything is 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 frequencies and that that movie, it, it, The Matrix. When when Neo, Neo asks Morpheus, "What is real?" and he tells you, "Well, what is real? Is it just?" right impulses and frequencies you know you know you know the the, the fucking yeah quote yes it's uh just electrical signals and yeah uh, yeah all that the the one of them one of the aside from all the bullshit that that we all the conspiracy theories and stuff that we talk about and and think about one of the main ones that really i like that i've always had a sweet spot for is the electric universe theory tell me about it the electric universe theory pretty much says that, that everything in the universe, you know how they talk about, oh, we can't figure out what antimatter is, what dark matter is, mm -hmm. what, what dark energy, it's, it makes up 85% of our, of our world, but we just don't know what it is. It just yeah. takes all that and just throws it out the window. It's everything in the universe is accredited to electricity. And back then when these epics of, 
these ancient civilizations, the Mahabharata and, and all these different epics, the, the epic of Gilgamesh, where it would always talk about this cataclysm, the gods having war between themselves with nuclear weapons and and just massive destruction, the Anunnaki coming down and and having Zeus having this bolt of lightning that would just destroy everything, all this bullshit. It was just the celestial bodies at one point in time being that much closer to each other. And there, there was a need for a, a narrative fallacy of people wanting to describe what they were seeing. So the winged disc of Ra, it goes back to the ancient Mesopotamia where mm -hmm. this winged disc that was when Saturn was closer to the earth, closer to the world. And these celestial bodies being in close proximity to each other would let off these charges of electricity that would just fucking destroy everything. So if you're Jeez. doing these rituals to, to please your God and you're still getting fucking hails of lightning, you're like, holy shit, my, my God is angry at me, right? The God mm. of whatever yeah. is angry at me. We need to sacrifice more people. Go ahead and fucking turn on whatever it is you need to do. We need to, we need to chop more people up. We need more blood. Jeez. <laughs> because the planets were closer to each other. We, we can't deny the fact that electricity is a real thing in the atmosphere. The Aurora Borealis. What was Nikola Tesla trying to do? He was trying to harness energy from the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. That's what he was trying to do with the Wycliffe Tower. And... Again, the scarring on Mars, if you look at it and if you study it, it's more scorched at the, at the top than it is at the bottom. So it was like it was it was just scorched at the top, very concentrated, and then it just like let off. And if you really look into it, if you really look into it, it's it's, it's fascinating. And I love that. It's always a hypothesis. None of these theories, I don't, I, you know, I would say conspiracy theory, but a theory is is. Mm -hmm. Is, has been scientifically proven. A hypothesis is an idea that hasn't been scientifically proven. So when I talk about these things, I, I say hypothesis, right? The Saturn time cube hypothesis, not theory. All these mm -hmm. different things because they haven't been proven. We don't know there's fucking reptilians that are actual reptile people right, who right. live underground and control our our world and our media. I don't know. Do I like that idea? Absolutely. I it sounds always... awesome. <laughs> yeah, they sound crazy, but like that's the that's the thing about I think Terrence said it too was that you have a when a when a scientist is doing a study, they throw out the anomaly because it can't be repeated. But like say okay that he was test but the way he the example he used was that if you were like looking at a charge out of a plug and it kept giving you twelve volts or something. And then if it were to randomly shoot up to 400 for no reason, they, oh, well, that can't be right. They would throw it out because it, it, it wasn't able to be repeated. But what if it actually was something else there that had caused that, mm. but we weren't able to track it because it wasn't repeatable? And Yeah, that's what science is, those variables, right? Right. And if it's like... It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but it was, oh, well, then that's the anomaly that gets thrown out most of the time. So you can't really like use it. But it, I think science for that reason is super useful because you can discern almost what's mostly true. I think you can figure out like what is 
like, okay, I'm in a world here. I have chain react, I have reactions to these actions. We can repeat those things. We can, but I think there's a lot of things that you can't really uh, test for. I think there may be things that we just can't really interact with. Maybe it's like the, like you were saying with the um, dark matter and things, we can't really figure out where those things are coming from or how that, how that works. It goes like, like the whole simulation theory thing. I think about it like that. Cause I go, cause, I, cause when I look at it, I go, well, if I was in a, if I was in a hard drive, would I be able to interact with the world outside of that hard drive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if whatever it would be called, I don't know if it'd be called a hard drive. It might be some super advanced technology that we couldn't even grasp, but it's a brain in a vat. That's the, the right. <laughs> the brain in the vat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why, that's why Rene Descartes was, was pretty much saying the only thing I know to be real is I think for there I am because yeah. I think we're there. Yeah. That's the only thing that you can and and what you're talking about science is another religion. Science is the new religion. Science is and 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 what happens is that they try they're even trying to all the shit that we're talking about they're trying to comprehend it. Quantum physics is trying to understand what the observer effect right what that does the double slit experiment all that shit we can't deny that we, if you solve that you get a nobel peace prize the double the, the double slit experiment have you ever heard about that oh yeah yeah i was saying i was gonna say something about how that intrigued me for a very very long time it still does but there's yeah. it's um if if you inter if you're watching and observing something and it if, if it does affect because you have so many different interpretations this that whole thing led me down that long ass rabbit hole about many worlds and all that stuff because mm -hmm. you if it's in if it's infinity then <laughs> then you could go well if, if it's infinity then it's like okay well then you can have an exact copy of this universe at its right now at its state but with one molecule changed or with one atom change and, and that's what the that. whole higgs boson is about dude well how like explain because th that that particle which it's, it's they call it the god particle but it was actually because they they called it the god damned particle is because mm -hmm. according and again I, I don't know the specifics and so i'm not really well versed but from what i've i've seen is according to the weight of that particle and each and every single dimension that the weight of that particle is different so in essence if you change the weight of that particle and you happen to get a different weight for that particle you're in a different dimension because it is always constant in this dimension that weight of that particle that's so crazy. it's fucking mind-blowing that's why these people when they talk about just the other day i mean i saw this article i couldn't follow up on it but it was cern in a few days it's going to get in touch with another dimension and they talk about it at CERN. The 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 guy of of Kindred AI, what the fuck's his name? I've talked about him before on the show. Uh, I forgot his name. It's a slip in my mind right now. But he's talked about how with these quantum computers, they're able to. And these are his exact. I have the quote somewhere, but his exact words are like, "We might." be opening up portals to other dimensions that things might maybe come through and he compares them to lovecraft's great old ones <laughs> cthulhu. yeah cthulhu and and if you're familiar with lovecraftian horror they're not they're not good guys you know what i mean they're not 
these mm-hmm. these care bears they're literally these beings these entities that will drive you insane from the inside out and he compares these entities whatever it may be to the lovecraft great old ones this this mythos that that lovecraft has and this fucking guy is saying that in front of these people trying to recruit people into the the organization and i go he's not kidding he's literally mm. being dead fucking serious and people are laughing at right. him. they go <laughs> oh man and it's because, like yeah so do you guys want to join my company so it's like we're you know we're playing with something that we're like monkeys with a chainsaw we don't really know we get it we could accidentally fucking pull the wire and start it <laughs> they but i don't understand how it works <laughs> but, it's God. like that's the scene in in the space odyssey where the monkey discovers that he can use the bone as a as a weapon or the stick whatever it was mm-hmm. and he uses it to beat the other monkey to death and that's what it is because because essentially once we're able to tap into that which i feel we shouldn't that's why i call it the modern day tower of babel because these these he literally says when you're in front of this computer the processor is cooled to this crazy amount below zero from the qubits and everything that's going on inside there that are just that are yeah it's fucking fascinating that's just working so quickly that the the cpu sounds like a heartbeat boom 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 boom. yeah and he says that when you're standing in front of this big black cube which is what it is he says you're at the altar to an alien god jeez that's what this fucking guy was talking about it's insane man because we find his name too it's uh i, I freaking I, I knew the 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 name of it his name is jesus so kindred ai was was bought actually november 2nd this month for 262 million kindred by this AI. other group by some other fucking reptilians jesus <laughs> yeah wow. dude um See, when I got, I don't know, when I got into the the thoughts about reptilians, sometimes I wondered if maybe I was... Geordi Rose is the guy's name, too. What was his name? Geordi Rose. You can Geordi Rose. On, on YouTube and, and find all those videos I'm talking about. I've done episodes on, on him before. That's the guy that talks about, he's like... He's like, yeah, you know, we we he he talked about the Mandela effect oh, as Mandela well. Effect. They they hinted at the Mandela effect that they were responsible for it. And he's just kidding. He he's he's he says not demons. They're not evil, but they're more like Lovecraft's uh, great old ones. And he says that they're not going to care about you. They're just going to be like how you care about an ant is the same way that they're going to care about you. They don't give a fuck about you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. Uh... See, and that's why whenever okay so like that's see that's another thing that happened when i was on like when i did the dmt and that shit happened and it's like i was just consciousness at a certain point and and i remember thinking wow i really want to like like i was like so scared because i was like i got kind of scared because i was thinking well how do i go back like can i go back 
and it was more like I had infinitely been in this place, not not Earth or whatever, in that place in the DMT space, whatever that was. It was like I had infinitely been there, and that I could have just recreated this world at any moment and went back to it. But I was like, what if I don't remember how everything was was there? Like, how would I put it back together? Like, I don't remember exactly how tall I was or exactly who was there, and you know what I mean. And it was just like it was yeah. like it was like do I because it, it brings that question of the is it like me is it consciousness of course creating reality so then that's when i whenever you think about it from that perspective i always thought maybe that those other dimensions or other worlds and or those ideas like entities or maybe even reptilians were something that 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 you might be locking into and connecting to or like bringing or into existence or speaking into existence or something my my thing with the reptilians is to me the reptilians are the powers that be what the gnostics referred to the the no no no. i'm talking about like a more metaphysical type thing not so so again like that's why i said i don't maybe there are actual reptiles that that rule the world and can shapeshift but i feel that the to me when I talk about the reptilian overlords, I'm talking about these powers that be. So kind of like a tongue-in-cheek sort of way of of saying maybe entities that are just yeah really yeah like powerful. the archons right like demons whatever the fuck you want to call it it's just that's what these things are to me they're they're these powers in the background that I feel like my buddy was telling me today he feels like there's higher frequency and lower frequency entities and some feed off of one another because it always feels like we go through these cycles and david ike's talked about this shit a bunch he's talked about how they feed off the negative energy and they present a problem they it plays out they, they, they present a solution then after that's peace and then another problem present a solution it's got a name i forgot what it was my, my buddy tom talks about it and that's what it that's what it is always and and they always it, it's always something new like right now it's coronavirus next it's it, it, you know what i mean it's race wars last time it was 9-11 you know last time it was yeah i it just it seems like a cycle that you can kind of see if you're paying attention to it for sure yeah yeah but when you talk about that you're literally the the the, the term conspiracy theorist what was created by the cia to discredit certain people like when you when you talk to somebody about these certain certain types of things who who aren't well versed or aren't very open-minded they look at you like the fuck like when, when <laughs> you know people want to criticize alex jones or whatever but right <laughs> he's on another fucking level dude i mean what he talks about a lot of the shit comes true a lot of the shit doesn't but a lot does actually come true right and like it's up to you if you want to pay attention or not he's like uh it's kind of like the jeffrey epstein stuff and all that you know he 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 kind of called all of some of that out and some of the things he was saying is true i don't know about i know that there's rings of people with power doing some fucked up shit so but i just never really you know you never know to what extent it's like how far does it go you know well the the problem with with these elites that that they're listening to and reading up on these ancient paganistic rituals of back then and 
I've, I've said this before, all roads lead back to Egypt and the pagans and and these rituals that they would do, they, they feel that a lot of, don't get me wrong, a lot of these guys, they get off on fucking kids, right? Right. They get off on that. But a lot of them, it goes more deeper than that. It goes into the, the metaphysical aspect that they truly believe that they can acquire otherworldly powers through doing these certain things and when you look at a kid and if you're a pedophile listening and fuck you or if you're a pedophile in the world go fuck yourself right but the problem with this is that when when you look at a kid and you see that sometimes like my son would be looking somewhere Mm -hmm. and he's like laughing or whatever they say that kids can see angels and shit I feel mm-hmm. like kids can tap into this other frequency because they haven't been indoctrinated. They don't know what's going on in the world. I agree. They have like they have this again, this innocence, and that's what they go after because they haven't been, and that's what the whole adrenochrome and all that bullshit comes into play. Mm-hmm. But that's what it's about about these ancient mystery schools, like Aleister Crowley motherfuckers who talked Alice about that shit. Crowley was a crazy motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. And 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 I don't care what anybody says about him. If it quacks like a duck and looks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. And if you, you know, talk about, he, he you know ended up, I mean? you know, he ended up regretting everything at the end of his life, right? <laughs> All good. That? Okay. Yeah. Mm. But but I but, but when I've met people, dude, I've met people who either praise him, like, oh, he was just misunderstood. But then I've met other people that are like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. Like I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to get powers by indulging in like as deeply into hedonism as possible. Then he felt he was going to get some kind of and what he he hedonism like just i'm gonna do a bunch of this and that just to like gain powers from it i don't know what how that logic works as far as that goes but it was That's something to do. it's called um uh, her, uh not hereditism Heret- heretics <laughs> no 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 i'm i'm trying to think of what it is that she was all about but he was about that shit too right but yeah he he was i guess he believed he was gonna get like i can understand theosophy theosophy okay yeah yeah i think i mean i i mean i was interested in his him for a while like i don't i don't know i don't really support the things he was doing but yeah but i thought it was like an interesting thing to think wow so at least he he went through and did those things because then it's like other people might look at that and go okay we can't we shouldn't do that <laughs> so because he, he yeah. even he even came back at the end of his life and was like yeah i regret all the things i did i wish i had like you know been with my kids more <laughs> he said that i believe so yeah he wished that he had been with his son or something like that yeah instead of fucking dudes in the ass somewhere right yeah, that's, fucking, that's what fucking animals doing. and all that weird shit yeah thinking that he was gonna get powers <laughs> well that's what it comes down to bro it's it's the eye of horus it's it's the asshole. <laughs> that's what it all comes down to because that's like that's why like all these obelisks and stuff around the world, it's just and I did an episode with my buddy Chris from the Mensa podcast about this. It's we called it cock cults because it's 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 the cock of, of Horus where that when when he got chopped up by his brother set they hmm. all they found all the pieces except for his cock so the obelisk is symbolizing that his, his the phallic right the phallic symbol is symbolizing that and, and pretty much impregnating the world with whatever fucking 
shit that you want to believe in right that but it's it all comes down to to what you're saying like sex magic and stuff like that using what they the, what they said the energy of like the orgasm to manifest things which mm-hmm. it's i can see where that would be a very powerful thing because i mean when you're orgasming i mean you, you know what i mean it's like this 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 all this collective energy and if you use that with an intent i could right. see where you would be able to accomplish Maybe. whatever it is that you want to do you know yeah, what I mean? you could like manifest something yeah i see i can see it i i understand and the, i think what they call they call this the the left hand path because you're manipulating the because like you have the i guess which would be like white magic which would mm-hmm. be like where you're you're using it in the way like the universe intended so like it's kind of like what we were talking about with the vibrations and stuff i always mm-hmm. thought that magic was like related to those things so so like you take um like certain symbols mean certain things and have certain power but when you start manipulating those things for like your own personal gain and the way you want them to work then that is where it became black magic and it was the left hand mm. path yeah there's a book I, I can't think of the name i have i want to read it again but if i think of it i'll, I'll bring it up to you later but. <laughs> well because he was what alistair crowley was doing I forget the guy's name. It was like this magician. He's got a weird name. He was following like rituals. And one of the the crazy thing, like I like when conspiracies when they link together. And he had this house over by Loch Ness where according to this magician's this this old magician's rituals you had to buy a certain house for a certain amount of time. It had to be facing a certain way. You had to do certain things for like, I think it was like two years or some shit like that. Some crazy amount of time where you had to do this ritual. Mm-hmm. And he was doing that. And apparently, I mean, there's a, there's a whole rabbit hole. Apparently, he ended up, I, I don't think he was successful with that ritual. But if you go and look at it, there's a lot of weird shit that goes around the Loch Ness over there, right? Like the Loch Ness monster and shit. So who the fuck knows if he was, he summoned these things. They talk about the Babylon holding ritual that he did with Jack Parsons from JPL. Which what is was that? The Babylon holding ritual? Yeah. So what he was doing, it was, <laughs> so Jack Parsons is the, the, father of modern day propulsions and jbl laboratories is is operates in nasa and it's a very big company but the guy was again until colt he was a cuck pretty much Mm. he let alistair crowley fuck his wife or some shit like that and they were having i think they were having sex with each other and they were doing these rituals they were trying to summon the harlot in in revelations right so the 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 harlot and Mm. apparently and this was back in 19 1948 1947 i believe where they they ended up doing this long ritual and just a bunch of sex magic and they were trying to impregnate this lady and supposedly they weren't successful but apparently they 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 did manage to according to them they weren't successful like they're like oh we 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 couldn't do Mm -hmm. it but they ended up actually birthing the star child is what they what they what they called it a lot of people say that that star child if you look at the timeline and stuff is hillary clinton uh-huh. uh, so they talk about hillary clinton being like the the antichrist and stuff but they ended up summoning the scarlet 
And if you really look in, in that time in the world was when when Rosweld, is it Rosweld, the, the crash, the UFO crash? Is that the name of it, right? It's in the 50s, yeah. Yeah, it was around that same time. So what if they were actually opening up portals for these other entities to come through or not? But it just makes me think about these these rituals that people do because tech, what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, technology, the guy, Charles Babbage, the guy that created the, the father of modern day computers, the whole his whole reasoning behind making a computer was to be able to summon God. He wanted to summon God or Satan through technology. So that's why there's 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 no there, there's a correlation between all these movies that you see where where the AI takes over, where where it just it it, it grows a consciousness and it just it just takes over. There, there's there's a meaning behind all of that. Have you heard Man. of Roku's Basilisk? No, I, I, it sounds familiar, but I've never heard about it. Um, it's like a thought experiment, and it was like done to. I, I don't know how to put it into words, but if you watch it, I can explain it much better than I can. But in a sense, it, it has to do with AI like that. That is basically either like we're in a simulation or it's it's the AI that is like the consciousness above. And it's um it would it's trying to come into creation like so it will do things and manipulate. It'll manipulate people to push them in the direction to have itself be created. <laughs> so it says here, Roku used the ideas in decision theory to argue that a sufficiently powerful AI agent would have an incentive to torture anyone who imagined the agent but didn't work to bring the agent into existence. Yeah, Roku's basilisk. That's just, that shit was very fascinating. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, a lot of people say like, oh, the AI can't take over because if it doesn't know evil, then it can't do evil. But then. Well, think about it like, okay, like maybe because like when that thing, if that's like, if that thing is true or whatever. So then it's like now that it wants to be created in this world, then now it's going to affect everyone or my life and it's going to try to affect this world in a way so that so that it causes its creation to come about so so like it would just start it would manipulate things but there's also like i don't know it explained this thing where it is like it it also would try to figure out if it was in if it if itself was in a in a simulation then it yeah. would be able to 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 hack its own simulation and then like control all the different uh universes or realities that it was you know that it would become permeable to it would like become a part of it but but yeah dude i think like read up on that shit sometime that shit is i always thought that shit was super interesting yeah i'm, I'm looking into now heraclitus and all these guys yeah dude when it comes to ancient greece and and these guys were were on another fucking level dude i just don't understand how they were how they were able to think about all these things and that's why i like the idea that's why when people talk about the kashik records I believe the Kashuk records are a DNA because in, in it's been proven that fear is passed down through genetics. It's, it's already been proven. If, if you flash like, have you seen that experiment where they flash 
shapes above chickens, but when they flash a hawk, they go crazy. Wait, so explain it a little more. Like, uh, if so flash... you have a uh, right a coop of chickens, right, out mm-hmm. in the open, for example, or just corralled in. There was these scientists that would flash different shapes above them, right? Like if it was eclipsing the sun. Okay. It'd be like a square or like a circle or a triangle. And the chickens would be fine. As soon mm-hmm. as you flash an eagle, the shape of an eagle, the fucking chickens would go crazy. Oh, wow. Because fear, fear is one of those emotions, right? Like what Lovecraft said, the, the, the oldest, uh, the, the oldest, it's paraphrased, the oldest emotion is fear. And the greatest fear is the fear of the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Fear is passed down through generations. That's why when they talk about all these the the chupacabra and bigfoot and all these boogeymen and all this bullshit there's always a a a a little bit a little salt a little kernel of truth in those stories even if it was a story to get a kid to go to bed Mm -hmm. right however long ago i feel that it's got some credibility to it like the windigo the skinwalker all these fucking things maybe it's all the same thing just named differently how i feel religions it's all the same bullshit just named differently right because mm-hmm. if you look at it ancient mesopotamia ancient egypt ancient mesoamerica there's a lot of similarities between all these different civilizations what they built what they look like and their interpretations of what their gods look like if you really look at them they were very fucking similar that's why i i feel again that all the religions are all just reinterpret just reinterpreted just changed I, differently i you totally know? agree agree with you i think that it's all they all were there to try to try to explain or describe these things and then humans come along and then they they interpret it differently and then you end up with thousands of different religions all just trying to explain yeah. the same thing yeah it's a narrative fallacy every single one it's it's it's, it's a sense of nationalism where like oh my religion is the best my country's the best my this and that and that's what it came down to with these ancient religions they they wanted to embellish their guy you know, Buddha was the one. No, Krishna was the one. No, Jesus Christ was the one. Vishnu. No, maybe they're all the same motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're all the same guy. And they just had different names in different parts of the world. That's why they say the years that Jesus Christ, the, the missing years of his life, he actually went around the world learning Reiki healing and all this stuff. And he was known in these different parts of the world as buddha krishna whoever the fuck it may be in that area you know what i mean because he traveled Mm -hmm. the world and did all this crazy shit around the world but you know i've gotten angry emails people talking about oh you always talk about religion not being real and god's not real it's like no 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 no. i respect whatever you want to believe i respect your your views i respect your religion whatever you want to practice I just don't feel that the Bible is something to be taken literal or else you're going to have another dark ages. Because when you start taking the Bible in a literal sense, like a lot of people do, Mm -hmm. then you have issues. But you can't deny the fact that the Catholic Church, it was one of the things that always makes me crack up is they were taking the pagans' gods and turning them into saints to Christianize Mm -hmm. them. It was a bastardization. Yeah, it was, it is, and that's again that's when Martin Luther split off. But even then, there's thousands of denominations of Christianity who can't even fucking agree on the same thing. So 
how are you going to tell me that your guy's the guy? Because I believe it was the Sabbath was was Saturday, and then because they were trying to convert the pagans, then they changed it to Sunday because they would worship the sun, I believe, and then they would change certain things about their religion to to convert the pagans into their Christianity, and it was just it gets bastardized over time, man. Yeah, no, and I agree. It's all it's all Saturn worship. It's all sun worship. We really look down down at the at at, at the origins of it. That's why when I talk to you about the electric universe theory, it makes that much more sense to me because if Saturn was like that one big, imagine looking outside your window and seeing Saturn closer to the world or like the size of the moon, like right there next to the earth, just this ginormous, just fucking celestial body. And people were just, well, you talked about earlier about what Terrence McKenna was talking about. We lost the connection with, with nature. Mm -hmm. It like last night when I was sitting in the woods in the, pitch darkness the only light that was out there was the night vision scope that i had and the moonlight now i there was still plenty of light pollution so you couldn't really see the stars but imagine back then being some hunter gatherer group somewhere in the middle of fucking nowhere looking up at the stars and seeing all the nebulas and all everything just this, you yeah. would feel a connection to that you Leave would feel your... Like there's the gods in the skies and yeah uh, yeah right you you would feel a connection right that's what what uh, Eric von Daniken when he talks about the chariot of the gods maybe it was a fucking meteor or some shit or maybe it was right these people the the these narrative fallacies that they come up with is like no it was a god on a chariot pulled by horses that were made of fire that's just hearsay of people telling stories down and passing them down they get changed and it's folklore <laughs> maybe fucking blee it was maybe it was an anunnaki in some spaceship of some sort that was flying through the sky who the fuck knows right like that's why but i like to keep my mind open to these sort of things because at this point in time i believe anything is possible anything is possible when it comes to this sort of thing for sure most definitely so yeah, I, I believe that, like, for example, like one of the things that I was looking that I, that I talk about, like Hollow Earth, when they talked about it, and one of the ones that that really like blows my mind is during Kuyu in Turkey, mm -hmm. this vast underground city, just an underground city. And it's like, oh, well, what was that used for? It was during the Byzantine era, the the Muslim Wars. Hmm. Arab Muslim wars and all this shit over there. They were just going underground to hide. What? That, so they built a whole underground city just what? To down there and hide. Just to fucking hide? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. There's no way that's that's older than that. There's gotta be more. You know what I mean? Like, holy mm -hmm. shit. But again, this is what they that what do they tell you that the pyramids are for at school? Well, they oh, they the were just thing with the pyramids, yeah. Man. Like, they were just tombs. When they found that hole in the back of the Sphinx, like, wait, there's a hole in the Sphinx, but none of these archaeologists will talk about it. <laughs> God. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've so my buddy Luke, he does tours in Egypt, and he's been there a bunch of times. And the the shit that they hide, because it it goes against the narrative. They talk about Egypt only being. 4,000, 5,000 years old. Uh -huh. There's no fucking way, dude. There's no way. And me, I think that... Like Graham Hancock. <laughs> Graham. Yeah, Graham Hancock. Yeah, Have you ever heard of, of 
of the Tartaria conspiracy theory? I, I maybe uh, brief me up on it. Whoa. So it's got to do, I, I believe it's got to do with, with me personally. I believe it's got to do with, with, with Egypt because the Egyptians didn't find, didn't build the pyramids, I don't think. I think they found them. And the Egyptians were notorious for, for taking down things and, and branding them theirs, like taking down certain. If, if, if a statue had the name of whatever King Tutu, whatever the fuck his name was, mm-hmm. and you were King, whatever the fuck, you would take that name away and, and you would put your name. Basically, and, like propagandize it. Yeah, <laughs> here I am. This is mine. I built it for myself. Boom, right? Even that, that's it what it was there already. Yeah, it, exactly. It was already there. So I feel that they that they found the pyramids. They found the pyramids of this civilization X this this advanced civilization before that had already this crazy technology and it's, it's hinting at this if you want to call it what Aristotle and plato called it the atlanteans he talked about atlantis about this place where they were just highly technologically advanced whatever the fuck it may be but uh, that's what people say aliens built the pyramids maybe maybe aliens did build the pyramids maybe not but these guys, they found this stuff there. I, I believe that they found the stuff there in Egypt. They weren't, they didn't build that. I don't think they even understood how the fuck the, that, that technology worked. Mm-hmm. And Tartaria is, again, this, this ancient empire that had what they call antiquitech. So through the use of cymatics, through the use of, of the atmosphere, through etheric energy, they were able to do whatever. And that's why I feel Nikola Tesla had Tartarian knowledge of being able to harness energy from the atmosphere. And that's why he was taken out. He was taken out. But he was a very eccentric character. He was in love with a pigeon. He was talking to aliens. He was way ahead of his time. But right after he had gotten or before he had gotten... uh, done building the Wycliffe Tower, he was defunded by who? By J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. If you really look into the again, if you really look into that, like, 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 this is why people, when you talk to them about the government, about the elections being rigged, about anything, oh, no, 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 that can't be, that can't be true. Well, those <laughs> are the same people that want you to believe that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the oh, same shit. powers that be were around when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. The Republicans, the Democrats, whatever the fuck it may be, whoever it may be, the Rothschilds were around. JFK. Is it really that far out to to think that it to conceive that it's like not something as a possibility. <laughs> yeah, but it goes. I, I believe it's way before even that, even before all that bullshit. I believe it goes. Again, this is what we get into the whole reptilian bloodline and ancient bloodline, the thirteen families and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because it goes back to that, dude. It goes back. If, if, what was that little girl that did that? That one. That that one experiment where she was able to relate all of the United States presidents. Um, that they um, had one common ancestor, dude. It all traced back to this lineage. Because remember, when you're a man, and that's this is why I feel we haven't had a a a woman president because the Y chromosome. It, it, it can be traced down generations, you know, the same Y chromosome through all the males can be traced down through, to the very first whoever the fuck it was. And they all had a, a, a similar, they all connected back to a similar 
ancestor. I forgot the guy's name, but it's some fucking guy way back when. So Jeez. that's why I feel like when it comes to politics, it's all live action role playing. It's all RPG. It's all uh, there, there's playing a game and and these people are selected to be mm-hmm. in that position. They're all selected and certain people, they're scapegoats. They're scapegoats. Some people, Abraham Lincoln was killed. JFK was killed. Some other ones were killed. And but then the question rises, is it is it a metaphysical or is that, you know, elite billionaires or something else that we can't explain? I believe it's 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 got to do with 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 I believe it's power as far as being in the world. You, you have to have power. And I do believe there's a metaphysical aspect to it. But I think about this shit all the time. But as far as there being something metaphysical, yes, absolutely. And it comes back to what I was saying that they that they can get power from some other entity, some other source through doing certain things through what they well, you know, what I've talked about, the Saturn time cube simulation where the demiurge Saturn feeds off of the negative energy. If, if you look at what you were talking about earlier about the frequencies, mm-hmm. if you go and you look at the the frequency coming off of saturn it sounds fucking horrible every planet has its own pitch frequency and if you look at saturn and i think the other one was like mercury or venus some shit like that it sounds fucking horrendous the the one from saturn sounds like 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 people screaming jeez i think i've heard that yeah that shit is pretty freaking creepy (laughs) yeah it's creepy as fuck so who knows if again that frequency that saturn is giving off is what's causing like everybody to go crazy or it might be this nibiru that that zachariah zichin talked about this planet coming in every 3700 years or however many it is and causing haywire within the world and Mm-hmm. driving people fucking crazy I, I don't i don't know you know what i mean but i do believe there is a metaphysical aspect to all this shit so so when it comes down to okay well you got nibiru but do you think um do you think that like outside of this metaphysical thing do you think that there's like other entities that have like maybe come to here and maybe did something like the pyramids or do you think that they're here and they interact with us right now and we just can't see it? How does that, how, what does that, what does that mean to you? Like, what do you think? I feel that the powers that be are around right now and that they are pretty much the puppet masters when it comes to certain things. And again, if it's got to do with the, with the high energy, low energy entities, if they feed off of it. Because right now, if you really look at the world, the world's in a bad place right now. There's a lot of people without work. The whole coronavirus thing has fucked people up. They're going crazy. So if this entity, this demiurge, whatever it may be, feeds off of that energy, they're fucking thriving right now. Because, and they have to have pawns in the game, right? Mm-hmm. If Elon Musk is a pawn in the game to whatever god it is or some shit, right? But because you can't tell me if you're if you're if you're Jeff Bezos and you have two hundred billion dollars, you can't tell me you're not into some weird fucking shit, and you're and, and you can't tell me you're not going to keep doing that weird shit that you're doing because you go, hey, this shit's working. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to do this ritual every morning because every fucking morning <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing. And because we don't know, we don't know about their lives. We don't, we don't see behind closed doors what they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They have a public relations, a PR team. They have all that shit yeah. to, to make the public think about them a certain way. Yeah. You can't tell me that, that they're not into some, you know, you, you th- the crazy shit. He probably makes his wives and shit sign a D, uh, 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 NDA. <laughs> like, hey, listen, uh, before we get married, it's NDA here. You can't talk about me anywhere. They control the media. They all control mm-hmm. the media. So whatever you see, uh, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Uh-huh. They're talking about buying. Uh, I think it's either CNN or or, or, or this other news outlet, Fox. I know that. Shit. I know they're talking about selling CNN for sure. Yes, uh, CNN, right? The CNN's going out of business because it's it, what fucking drives me crazy. It's the the exact clown that was keeping them in business is the one that's going to take them out of business because after he's gone, they can't talk about anything else. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the irony of that, the they, same guy that you despise, the same guy that's going to take you out of business. They burned all their fuel, and then now the fuel's gone. They can't maintain their momentum. <laughs> yeah, the narrative of Orange Man is bad is gone. So they have no other narrative to push. So now they're going out of business. But what a what a what a what timing of of going out of business right after the elections yeah. and all this bullshit, right? Like, oh, what what were you bleeding and hemorrhaging money all the time before that, mm-hmm. or? It's very convenient to come out and say now that you're going out of business that there's no more money and and the way see now I don't know like some people are conflicted about the whole fake news thing but um that's just the last if you believe it's all just fake news that they were pushing it's all just power grab if it bleeds it leads just as a last attempt to keep their business and uh, afloat when you have alt tech coming out and places like YouTube, BitChute, you know, library, and you have all these places where you can have people like you and me talking and spreading information and people finding sources outside of the mainstream legacy media, then you end up with them going out of business, especially when they have no integrity towards truth or, you know. (laughs) Well, one of the one of the guys that I really admire a lot and I listen to every single day is Tim Pool. And by, by watching him, I've been able to see that the media lies, bro. The media lies 100 fucking percent. And I'm not, I'm not talking about left, right, Republican, Democrat. I don't care Mm -hmm. what it is. At the end of the day, they both lie. Mm -hmm. So this is why I say it's live action role playing and all roads lead back to Egypt, bro. Because what's happening right now is people worship these political figures they worship these people. They are gods in, in, in incarnated to them. They're waving flags. They're going around. They're crying when the one loses. They're fucking just... Again, it's all about energy because all these parades and all these marches and shit, it's all about energy. So they're all pushing... That's the whole thing with a congregation at a church. When you have a collective group of people with this collective consciousness, right? If you, if you have enough people who believe the sky is orange, it's going to turn orange because, again... It all comes back to this energy, this intent. And I feel that nowadays they're just worshiping these people, literally. And that's what they did back then in ancient Egypt. Even before that, these ancient civilizations, they saw their rulers as literal gods reincarnated. There were literally gods on earth. And that's what people view these politicians as, man. Right? 
that's why I feel like, like regardless of the fact, whatever, I mean, Plato was onto some shit when he was talking about Philosopher Kings. I'm 100% on board with that shit. Philosopher Kings, their only job, zero interest in the job except running society. You don't mm. get paid. You can't have a family. You can't have money. You're selected to run society. That's it. Because mm. what's that one saying? Money corrupts all or some shit like that? Right. You can't tell me, dude. You can't tell me these guys aren't pulling strings behind closed doors. Hey, if you oh, donate course. to my so, charity. That's the thing is, oh, well, I'm going to make a company that's going to see. I like see. I like the free market and all that stuff. But I think there should be some limitations because you should like, well, if I'm going to I'm going to make billions of dollars if I can just dump this chemical into this lake over here. And yeah. there's a, there's a policy that's keeping me you know, there's an ordinance yeah. that's keeping me from doing it. So I'm going to lobby and push this politician in because I know he'll change that policy so I can make money. And that's that's capitalism. It's not. Yeah, it's not free market. It's manipulation and it's it's disgusting i, I, I yeah do not support yeah that yeah i'm on i'm on board with that i believe there's there, there's got to be reform man there's got to be reform when it comes to, to to politics and when it comes to everything because it's like how you say they they manipulate they, they know the system they created the system they play it and they play it very well and and they're able to manipulate it 100 and they're able to do these things that they're able to do and put the, the the right again put the right pawns in in play while they play their game to be able to benefit from whatever it is either it be money or because another thing i think about is like okay, semi locker but then, but then this Go goes back to the so this goes back to like roku's basilisk so is that maybe possibly why something like that would be manipulating this world to put people in the right place to create something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at within a system, there's always going to be chaos. If you look at the second law of thermodynamics, there can never be any, there can never be equilibrium within a system. There's always going to be chaos. So what you're talking about, you know, and I'm not familiar with Roku's, uh, I have to look into that, but. It's got to do with like the demiurge controlling things, right? If, if that's what I'm understanding it to be, this this power that be or whatever it is, it, it may it, just have another name for some, yeah, yeah. something similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, that that idea, you know what I mean? That but idea. In the, but of, in this situation, it was like an artificial intelligence. Yeah, 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 yeah. I... But at a certain point, once art, artificial intelligence eventually becomes smart enough, then could you even? discern the difference or see no. a difference is it no. conscious eventually is it more conscious than you know <laughs> isn't that what uh elon musk is trying to do i mean they're trying to to <laughs> did you see the gpt3 thing dude what is that it's the it's uh the new open ai they they just released it it's like open Who's source they? oh um open ai is the company and it's it was funded by elon musk it's uh really? Yeah, it's called, I think I'm saying it right, GPT-3, but it, dude, this shit can write, like, like, whole paragraphs, it can take, like, it can take, like, you can say, hey, you can ask questions as if it were, like, Plato, or as if it were Abraham Lincoln, and it'll answer, oh, like, sure. it's, it, because it, it, they, they trained it on, like, 
like a good portion of the internet. Like they took Wikipedia and a bunch of other things and websites and they just basically trained it on that. And it's a neural network and they don't even really know how it works because they just set it loose to, to learn all these things. Oh my but, God. But it basically is like, you can talk to it and it's pretty much like there, dude. So it's, it's crazy, <laughs> but it's not perfect. Like, but it's, it's there and it blew my mind when I was watching it. Jesus. That's, that's scary. Cause you can like feed it uh certain like paragraphs of information and then like have it finish it out. But the way it works is it's, is it's actually trying to guess the next word. What is the most, what is the most yeah. likely next word is basically what it's doing, but it actually has had some pretty pro profound like results. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that, but I, I mean, it's, it, that, that's what people don't understand that our data right now is a commodity. Our, they literally sell our data for billions and trillions of dollars. Like all these, 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 these behemoths of companies, Facebook, which is all the same companies, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all these companies. That's what they're doing. I mean, they're, they're mining our data for fucking free. We, whenever we sign it, literally we're, we're giving up our rights as soon as we sign in or use their, their app. Right. Like that's their main thing. You're acknowledging the the terms of service as soon as you come in to the to the app, and you're, you know what I mean, like. Right, but and, you can never read all of that shit, man. No, Jeez. and it and, and, and have you noticed, dude? That like as of lately, they've been changing their terms of service. Like every, mm -hmm. it feels like every other week. Like I, I'll get an email from some website. Mm -hmm. Like when oh, they we... first did it, I got like a thousand emails. But yeah, I keep seeing recently that I've been getting more terms of service updates from places like YouTube, yeah, and yeah, Twitter, and all that shit. It's fucking crazy, dude. But Again, who who knows? Maybe maybe what what we're talking about the singularity. I think that's where we're headed as far as as a a a a, a, a humanity as a collective. I think we're all headed towards that way. And who knows? Maybe the demiurge is AI. Maybe the demi. How you're saying? Maybe at the end of the day, at the that light at the end of the tunnel is this 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 being that's just all knowing and one of the one of the the my favorite movies the 2001 a space odyssey mm -hmm. the 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 message that i took from the ending of that movie and it goes back to the gnostics when in in one of the gospels the disciples were talking to jesus and they said how does it end and he says to them have you already forsaken uh, something along? Have you already forsaken this? Because the end is where the beginning will be, right? So, and, and I'm paraphrasing that. I have to look it right. up. But, but it, at the end of that movie, he goes into that portal, whatever it is, and he ends up, right? He goes through all the stages of his life, and he just ends up as a fucking baby again, as a as an embryo, because yes. the end is where the beginning is you know what i mean like that sort of mm -hmm. fucking same idea so is it like a metaphor for like a reincarnation or is it that you're yeah. born again as a yeah. as like a yeah you're universal the, the, the ouroboros the ouroboros the snake eating its its tail and which is an ancient symbol all throughout all <laughs> ancient civilizations <laughs> and that's why i say a lot of these things yeah we we see them and we go Oh, that's just that's just whatever, but it's all got a grain of truth and a grain of 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 it's all worth something, 
and it's up to you to pay attention to it or not you know what i mean so when all these guys talk about certain things back then you're, you're that's why that's why they say history repeats itself you know like it it all comes full circle that's why i believe it's all interconnected it's all just this, this jumbled up mess of bullshit <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it's right. you it's can't like, really comprehend it so that's something i thought about for i always think of thought experiments and i'll like go to sleep thinking about some crazy shit and then one of them was the is like the idea about you know okay of course you have the the thought that maybe our civilization on earth rose up to a certain point and then was there's a great wipe again yeah and, you know the great reset yeah great reset whatever Which they're talking about another great reset because of this COVID bullshit. yeah <laughs> yeah but, i mean again it, it all comes full circle bro yeah i don't know but i've also like what if what is it i don't know where i read it but it was talking like you know the the germination of the earth and like they came here from another universe or another planet and this was the closest planet they could come to and then that's where human civilization came from but we lost all that technology but that's why it's like still like connected to us in a way <laughs> yeah or we're just a failed plan experiment because the spores of psilocybin or any mushroom can survive in the vacuum of space. Who knows if we came from some rock somewhere and, and plants developed us instead of the Anunnaki developing us to mine gold for their atmosphere somewhere. If they're so technologically advanced, why would they have monkeys do mm -hmm. all the work for them? Are they able to come up with these crazy... You know what I mean? Like That's why I think about it. It's cool to think about, right? Like, I love the Anunnaki hypothesis but if they're that advanced why not just build these machines these these right AIs like, that can why just... would you have to have us do it but like uh the fossil record and paul stamets talked about it and was it he said something about the oldest um relative to every species was a mushroom <laughs> yeah I believe that <laughs> shit, dude. If you really think about it, yeah. I mean, dude, it's quite, it's possible. I mean, it's, it's, who, I mean, there's mushrooms that look like, like a penis. You know what I mean? Who knows if they, they talk about, and, I, and I've talked to, to experts on this about how Christianity was a mushroom cult and it was, it had to do with, 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 with you know people tripping balls and talking to god or even with moses and the burning bush it was an acacia tree that was high in dmt and he was just having this outer body experience but uh, maybe right but when i talk about the pe the mushroom looking like a penis that phallic symbol maybe who knows if other civilizations took that right that mm -hmm. that that picture of that and it's like oh this is the world impregnating what you know what i mean like when when you watch a mushroom let out spores it's crazy looking it's just like a, like a bunch of little spores just going everywhere it's got to do with insemination all that bullshit I, I don't know but i do i like i like to think about that whole what do they call it pamspermia or something like that pamspermia that, that's <laughs> the other thing about the mushroom that's like super one of the things i thought was very interesting is like yeah when you take mushrooms it's actually like a better neurotransmitter than serotonin Well, it it uh, it gives you all that shit. It it helps you produce serotonin. It makes you feel fucking crazy. 
it makes you feel great but then <laughs> it makes you chip your fucking balls off too you know what i mean <laughs> uh-huh it, and it it's like what was um the thing that i thought was interesting when i looked into the like what's happening in the brain though was like it notices that usually like it's like your brain is like focused in certain specific areas but then when someone's on like acid or say or something then it's like like all that stuff is lighting up all over the brain at once so it's mm. like your perception or consciousness is like within those different areas that are normally not lit up and <laughs> so yeah so i don't know if it's like yeah I, there's definitely like a physical aspect like a material aspect to it but i know that there's more to it i'm sure it has to be yeah it, it hints at being able to use what they say that we only use a certain percentage of our brain and it hints at the whole being able to use the whole entire brain itself to when to when when you're on these substances right mm -hmm. because what's that quote by terence mckenna psychedelics aren't illegal because the government cares about you jumping out a window but it's because it'll paraphrasing it it'll like change right the, way, the way you think yeah exactly and that's true i mean when you were on when you're on these when you you know when you do marijuana or whatever you can't and again it varies from individual to individual but you can't change the fact that you can think more freely sometimes be more creative you're in a better mood you know what i mean like it it, it does something to you it's like the mind can get into loops and when you take certain and that's i think it's very i think it's really helpful like i think it's something that should be like i'm glad like uh where was it uh was it denver i forget where but they they decriminalize mushrooms i think that's super cool oregon or some shit like that S something there's a couple places i think they're working on it but i think I it's they, they, cocaine it's, too no <laughs> oh yeah yeah the fucking heroin over like, there what and, the fuck like who, who wants to <laughs> fucking be on that shit man like it's 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 crazy but but yeah dude i mean i think about all this shit man i think about all this stuff and and, and again it's like you said it's that rabbit hole and but at the end of the day bro it's that ouroboros it all comes back full circle and i think everything is just interconnected that's what string theory is the universe is all interconnected is, so then what is your yeah what's your interpretation of string theory again that cosmic web that we're not able to see that just relates everything into one I, to me personally when they talk about when when people talk about god i feel that god is the universe mm -hmm. when you get like a gut feeling about something mm -hmm. it, you feel it in your body does it mean that consciousness is your stomach no is it that maybe you have i don't know something that just connects everything i feel everything is connected and that's why i'm very careful with things that i say because i do believe in the law of attraction and and words have a words are powerful that's why they call it spelling you're casting spells and right. consciousness is very powerful because how many people haven't how many people who have been falsely diagnosed with a terminal illness end up dying because they think they have that illness and it turns out that they weren't that they didn't have the illness a lot yeah because they manifested it it's a self-fulfilled prophecy they they manifested that 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 thing in their mind SIBO is super they, powerful super yeah I mean, but again, I feel that with 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 language, as far as when it comes to language, and it's got to do with Tartaria and all this bullshit, I, language, I feel, was way more powerful back then because the original alphabet only had 17 letters. 
and they've added letters to it that never even existed. There's certain vowels and certain words and sounds that never existed that they that they just put together, and I feel that they were just dampening. And it, it, it's if it's if you want to call it magic, whatever, fuck it, it's magic. I feel it is magic, but you can't deny the fact that maybe back then there was more. Again, this connection to the one, to the source. That's why I don't feel we should label God as this old bearded man in the sky. Trinitarianism, which is when they made the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, that was made not too long ago. That was something that was made up by a group of people to push a narrative. Hmm. Get the fuck out. When the first, when the universe was created, there wasn't there was no such thing as a Trinity, as the Holy Trinity. You know what I mean? You right. know who talked about a Trinity? Plato. Hmm. You know what I mean? They talked about he talked the Gnostics, these people that that before all this bullshit of this narrative, because when it comes to divinity, it's all a brokered experience. See, for me, there's a there was as deep as I've gone into like all of these subjects, Gnosticism was one thing I only recently like kind of started looking into more. And uh I found that to be closer to like what I like what you and me are talking about with like religion in general it's just the idea of a demiurge that shit makes way more sense to me <laughs> but, yeah so you're saying that like trinitarian Trini- am i saying it right trinitarianism or trinitarianism yeah where it was developed by the I'll look it up for you. like uh like it was developed by what you say christians or but it was it was by a council of people i'll tell you right now or what is trinitarian theology and it's a doctrine. God exists as three people, each corresponding to its own hypostasis, but one being having a single divine nature, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to find who who made it here. I don't need, let me look it up. But it was it was it was made by by a group of people, bro. It was it was like you know like the whole Council of Nicaea and stuff like that, where they talked about what was canonical and non canonical. Mm-hmm. Like that's why, dude. And I, and again, I've talked to doctors with PhDs in Bible history about this shit. So when I don't understand something, I just talk to somebody who does understand it. You know what I mean? And they're able and I'm able to ask questions. So the whole thing about religion is and I'm talking about Christianity. Like the oldest Bible that there is, mind you, all this shit's been translated over and over. It's lost. In, like the, the King's James version is the King's James version. Right. He, King so many... James was the one that fucking picked what he wanted to be in that. There's a ton of books that weren't even included in it. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes, exactly. And, and again, but if you read those books, if you read the Gospel of Judas, it flips the story on its fucking head. Judas was the good guy in that book. You can't have that in the regular canonical version. No, this doesn't fit our fucking narrative, dude. Judah's got to be the fucking Judah's got to be the uh, the bad guy, the one that turns Jesus in. Yeah, wasn't yeah. Let's go ahead and chuck it. Feeling was wasn't he feeling? Huh? Do what? What were you gonna say? Let's go ahead no, no, that, that 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 that's why they just chucked it and just hey, fuck it. Oh, and just okay. Throw this shit out. Yeah, dude. These things are for sure like. A lot of it has definitely been manipulated over time, for sure. Oh, 100%. But there's people who live, eat, breathe, and shit this stuff. And it's like, listen, that's fine. But you got to understand the Bible is just a book to make you live a better life. 
don't be a piece of shit. That's the that's the that's the that's, message behind I, it. I, yeah, the simplest form of these ideas is just how to live a a harmonious life. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. It's already been proven that Moses was was very into. He knew about Egypt. He knew about the Egyptians. He studied them very closely. There, there's, there's that that that's that's history. And the forty two laws of Mott. Guess what? It, it it's got shit in the Ten Commandments. It's the same shit. Right, and, yeah. And because he he just came up with something. He there was an exodus. There was a massive movement of people. He needed law and order. They were going fucking crazy. So what better way to be like, hey, listen, God gave me these rules. Stop fucking killing your neighbor. Stop fucking your neighbor's wife. Love your parents. Just simple shit. <laughs> simple basic <laughs> shit. Yeah. Simple God. stuff. You know what I mean? Like simple stuff. Hey, don't be a piece of shit, man. We need law and order. That's what gonna, it is. If we're going to live in a society where we all get along, you just kind of got to follow these things. Exactly. Like that's all it was at the end of the day. It was just to be able, he needed to manage people. He needed to, okay, okay. Well, if you look at uh, on YouTube, Look up Jordan Peterson. I, I believe I Dude, forgot. I love Jordan Peterson. Oh my it's this 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 series that he has. It's like the interpretation of of the the Bible. Let me look it up here. I have it in my in my my. See, Jordan believes, Jordan Peterson believes that like the Bible is divinely created, but because of all of the different interactions, slowly over time, ending up. Putting in the position where that book comes about as a result of the different interactions of everything in the universe to eventually create the book. So, like that, I like Peterson a lot. But yeah, he had some interesting, very interesting thoughts about that stuff. So, the videos are the psychological significance of the Bible stories, and it's like it's seventeen videos of, and they're like two, three hours long each, two and a half hours long each, and he just goes into and he breaks down every single thing in the Bible. And he goes by Genesis, God in the hierarchy of authority, and all these different things: Adam and Eve, self consciousness, evil, death, and he breaks everything down from a very logical perspective, and that's why a lot of that's why I feel like a lot of people hate him because. they they when it comes to religion people throw fucking lot here's logic here's a window and there it goes just boom just out just out the fucking window well anything that anything that takes apart your tunnel reality is like it's it's you become defensive because it's like if you have a if, if it challenges a belief system it causes the brain to literally go out of homeostasis so yeah then, yeah because because some people they need that they need to be able to they need they need something to tell them like how to be you know how to exist how to live their life how to do all this stuff right they 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 need that they can't they can't live without that and some people need to then that's okay if you need to be guided in life that's that's fine mm-hmm. and if you need a little bit of help cool just be a good person See, and that's that's also why, like, I've always thought about the like, the whole ethics of, like, what was it? It was something me and my friend used to talk about, which was, uh, we get we got high all the time and talk about crazy shit. But one of them was like becoming a pope or pushing ideas onto others. We thought it was like I think it's unethical on some level to 
open somebody's eyes to something that they're not a, like that they didn't weren't a, weren't ready i guess or didn't seek <laughs> so like finding like i guess what uh, there's like a force feeding somebody something right it was like uh it's like have you ever heard of the eight circuits of human intelligence no there was a, a guy named robert anton wilson i think it was also kind of collectively added on to by it was like timothy leary and then robert mm -hmm. anton wilson came along and he he reworked it to be called the eight circuits of human intelligence but he his in this theory it was basically like it was human beings are at certain levels and he he said like you know your first few circuits are like the basic biological structures like society and biology sex human symbols all that shit the eight and, circuit model of consciousness yeah that's that'll be one of them but there's a few different ways he explains oh, okay. it but they also have <laughs> they also have a picture when i looked it up was the 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 tree of life the cabal and the kabbalah hell oh, yeah so. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I love that shit, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, man. But it's got to do with alchemy and shit, yeah. But basically, he was calling out, like, it was, he, he mentioned, like, you know, you had certain types of people that were having, like, what, you, like, and if you consider, like, the human as a, as a machine. You, I mean, yeah, you could say a machine, but, like, in this sense, it was, like, like, you have, uh, the the human experience is kind of like a, like a butterfly like it's a like the other larva pupa adult you know and it's like it's like an evolutionary stage starting from like i don't know when the, the seed of humanity to to when we are here and then evolve into this creature that's more in tune with i don't know reality and then like we we explode into another universe as another entity but yeah. It was to say, well, this, the only reason I brought this up is because I was thinking about that and how, like, someone who's here that was like, it's, and it, you don't want to come off as elitist. Oh, I know more than you. It's like, it's more like a, it's, it's like, yeah, you, you wake somebody up to a certain idea, it could cause them to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. So it was like, that's why we were saying that it was like maybe unethical. Like, what do you think? Is it like, yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. It's unethical, I feel. And, and but, 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 and I hate to bring him up, but the whole thing with 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 Aleister Crowley, right? What was what was his his saying? Do that. Do what thou wilt. <laughs> do what thou. That was like the same thing, right? Like do whatever the fuck you want to do, right? Except fuck kids, because that's fucked up. And it's like breaking away from the man, from Big Brother. I think it's 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 a way, but but they have to suppress you. They have to. If if that's why I've, they killed off all the Gnostics, that's why they ruled them heretics. Because if you're able to achieve self divinity through gnosis, through knowledge, through studying, by, by knowing, <laughs> by knowing, then you don't need the man. You can just do it yourself. But no, 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 no. They have to be able to control you. They have to be able to suppress you. So that's why they're like, hey, listen, I talk to God every day. The guy under me talks to God every couple of days. The guy under him every week. The guy under him every other day, every other week. The guy under that, every, you know, once a year. You have to come through them to to, and, and they're gonna relay the message to me, and I talk to him. You know, get the fuck out of here. That's such mm. that's such a gimmicky. What do they call the people back then who used to sell? Like phony cures and shit. Snake oil salesman. <laughs> Snake oil. That's the that's the dumbest shit 
ever bro you know what i mean like it comes back to the same idea of why the fuck does he care what i'm doing you know what i mean like if he if he's all powerful and shit and i'm not and i'm not trying to test the powers that be you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it comes down to like the whole anunnaki thing if they're so advanced why the fuck do they need us you, you know what i mean like it, just it always doesn't... makes me think that maybe there was like if if for whatever reason we're here and if it doesn't interact with us or just allows it to play out then it could that's the other thing the argument like because like when you get into like the atheism talk and all that stuff and agnostics then it's like well yeah but if it wasn't interacting with us for a reason then that's why things like you know prayer is so subtle or it's because this world functions with certain laws and rules and yeah so if there is some type of entity, it's it's not it's cho- it could be choosing not to interact here for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you on that. But I do believe there is something, and that's why I believe that the universe is God. The universe, everything collectively, is God. I'm the, yeah. I'm in the same boat, man. I, that's why when I don't feel it should be labeled. I hate it when people are like, oh, I I've been seeing this meme going around. It's like, you know, Buddha said, I don't know, blah blah blah. Yeah, so-and-so said, you know, I regret everything or some shit. I was talking about like the major figures in religions, and it was like God said, I am the way, I am the path. And it's like, just because he said it doesn't mean that he fucking was. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make sense? Like he, you know, whatever. Have you believed that? Fucking more power to you. But I don't think that we should label these things and it's all if you really look into it's all the same thing you know i I believe that the word god was actually if you trace it back it was to it was when it was definition was something more along the lines of not knowing something or something that couldn't be explained well god doesn't understand himself god doesn't know where he came from consciousness doesn't understand consciousness it's the deepest question is if it's like you have why like okay well why is there something rather than nothing you have yeah god if it was like a final entity at the end of time have you ever heard of like the artifact at the end of time terence talked about it i think but it was like if all consciousness and all everything was com- com- compounded down into like a final object or a final particle compressed into a final singularity of all information knowledge it wouldn't it would exist outside of time it would be it would be something that has everything and if it's conscious it would know all and have known all realities all worlds holy shit dude that just blew my fucking mind it's dude. i haven't heard about that but i i love terence mckenna and i've i've, I've well, learned a lot said, from when he said artifact at the end of time that's something i thought about for a long time and it like that's what it brought me to was thinking about well what if it was because then that means that that right there if it's outside like a black hole does for instance right it compresses down into like a particle that's probably that's usually the size of something what like a pinhead but it has more mass than Mm -hmm. you know thousands of earths (laughs) yeah so if you were to do that to all universes and would it be conscious would it have would it exist outside of time and it's like there at all times like i don't know it's just a big yeah. thought yeah and what did you say the art of the artifact at the end of time is that what he talks about the artifact at the end of time but i think he was i think he was attributing it more to like in like a more of a novel way but when is he that said his that novel that, his novel theory or some shit like novelty that? theory yeah novelty theory yeah. Uh, that was right see. before he died he started talking about that 
Oh, the transcendental, the transcendental object at the end of time. I started that, watching that documentary. That dude, that shit blew my mind, <laughs> and I spent a lot of time thinking about that for a long time. And that's yeah, what it eventually led that. me to. Yeah, I'm, I'm 46 minutes in, but the thing is that Terrence McKenna's such on, he's on such another level that, <laughs> that some of the shit he says, like you ever listen to a podcast. And you just whatever the fuck they, like like what's that one podcast the last podcast on the left? It's just so much shit going on that I can't keep up with what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and they're just all over the fucking place with like bad jokes and this and that, and I can't keep up, so I just turn it off. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, Terrence McKenna's lectures were like that to me, bro. Me too. They were like, like that. I couldn't keep up with what he was saying. I but then, listen. Dude, I was the same way, bro. I listened to that shit for years until finally I was at a point where, like, I go and listen to him now, and I'm like, I actually understand all the words he's using. It's like another language, dude. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and it it clicked in with me, bro, when I was was doing a drive from from Georgia, uh, from Tennessee here, and for 10 hours straight, I was driving, and I just had Terrence McKenna on the entire fucking time. I was driving, and I was like, where has this guy been? I've tried listening to you, but I just couldn't understand what you're saying. But I guess like when you're busy or doing something, you can't really sit down and really interpret what they're saying. You're just hearing words, but you're not connecting dots Mm -hmm. and just driving and just being focused on driving and listening to the words he was saying. I was able to just get through a bunch of hours of Terrence McKenna and the entire fucking 10 hours. I was like, dude, it all fucking makes sense now. Like um, I, I can, I understand what he's talking about. Like, he's on another fucking frequency. Like, we don't have people like that alive anymore, man. I, I You know, for as much as I love Elon Musk and mm-hmm. I love Donald Trump, they're just not on that level. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You imagine fucking Donald Trump spitting some fucking truth, bro? I, you know how yeah, much money Donald yeah. Trump would have made if he had a podcast? Dude, I'd love to see that. That'd be crazy. That would be fucking insane, man. I would have loved to seen Biden and him come on Joe Rogan like they oh, never yeah. wanted to. That should have been crazy, but it would never happen. No, no, no. Fucking because <laughs> they wouldn't have control over what they were saying and shit. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, dude. I mean, uh, we can we can end it there, man. I had a lot of fun. I think we're almost two hours in. Fuck yeah, uh, man. <laughs> what we can do is, uh, what's your What's your social media that you want to plug in? And what I'll do is I'll splice it and add it to the beginning. I usually add, I, I usually ask people this at the beginning and then again at the ending, but I'll go ahead and I'll splice this up and I'll add it to the beginning. That way people can, if they tune out or whatever, they can hear your stuff first. Okay. Before dude, they whatever. fucking leave. So what's yeah, your social media and anything you want to share so that people can find you and I'll post the links on the description. Okay. Um, so I've just been building a small company and I'm it's like for stash box stuff. It's like goodies. You can put your you know, it has it comes with a pipe, it has a, this is a, a Christian tray. podcast, bro. We huh? don't promote that. Okay. This I is a Christian podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, I was like, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we don't like... we don't we don't promote the use of drugs on this podcast. Okay. So but I'm 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 just kidding, bro. Go ahead. Either way, it's just yeah, it's a little stash box as like a rolling tray, pipe, and some a silicone pipe, and like a fifty tooth teeth grinder, and it's you can get it. At, you can look up either Infinite Depths on Instagram or you can look at the website or find it on Amazon. But yeah, it looks really dope, man. I like the way it looks. I like that feel. Yeah, dude, I definitely want to add more, but right now it's we're still small, but I'm building it out, so it'll just take time. But yeah. 
Yeah, right on. And I'll post the, the description on that. And then uh, do you have Instagram or Twitter or anything? Uh, yeah, you can look up uh, Solbolt, S-O-L-B-O-L-T. Or you, if you want to do my music, I have a music page. You can look up Stokes Official Music. And yeah. Yeah, I know you make some trance and, and like techno and electronic music, right? Yeah, dude, I can make like, I make like trap, hip hop, anything really. I've been doing it for a while now, but a lot of EDM, stuff like that, you know. Nice. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, bro. I, I, I really like this conversation. We went a lot of places, talked about consciousness, psychedelics. And, yeah, man. And... I'd love to come back on again sometime. Just let me know. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it again. This was like pretty much impromptu. Right off the top of the dome, just going at it, just just flowing and having the conversation go wherever wherever oh, it goes. And, and we kind of like, I kind of know a little bit more about where you're coming from and you can kind of see where I'm coming from. Maybe next time it'll be even you know, bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at the Juan Juan Podcast. And I, I made a YouTube channel too. I've, I need to upload the latest episodes on there. Uh, the Juan Juan podcast on YouTube. And as of right now, that's all I have. I'm going to be doing my first radio show in December. I'm going to be on Lighting the Void. It'll be a live show and they're from California. And so once that gets closer, I'll, I'll be promoting that on the socials. So that should be interesting. I've never been asked to be on a on a live radio show before. So, dude, that's that's super sick. I told the guy, I'm like, hopefully I'm as 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 interesting as you think I'm gonna be, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully I can just keep the conversation going. It's like it's like two two hours of shit like that, <laughs> and so yeah, man, I got to prep for that, and hopefully I don't look like a like a fucking sure. asshole. <laughs> I think it'll be fine, man. You got it. I mean, you you can you definitely have the gift of gab. Like we can just we talk for two hours straight, dude. <laughs> so yeah, just bullshitting. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, the the guy who the guy who runs it, like he's he's he like knows a lot, so I'm sure I'll be fine. And and I think he he's like the way his 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 interviews are just like almost like a Joe Rogan type vibe, where he like can he can just make the conversation keep going. You know what I mean? Right. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, so uh, stay tuned for that. And as always, until next time.